0: Brr, brr. Ma, ma. <laughs> we're a fucking joke. <laughs>
1: Actually. Who told us Is that? Is it because we're mentally yeah.
0: unstable? Probably.
1: You know, my therapist and I haven't yeah. talked in a while, so Yeah.
0: yeah. Aaron yeah. believes that you can't be funny and mentally stable.
1: Well, you can't be all three, apparently.
0: You you can't. So you didn't even tell me what you were going to be. You know what? Hold that thought. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to Bedtime Thoughts, a podcast where we discuss whatever the fuck we want.
1: We're your hosts, Alyssa and Juliet, and oh, how we have missed you all. We're so excited to be back and recording. And yeah, so Juliet, it seemed like you had something to ask me just shortly before yeah. this intro. <laughs>
0: I did, I did. Okay, so on the interwebs, on the Instagrams, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you young folk know what that is, but on the Instagrams, Mm -hmm. I posted something, and it was a triangle, and it said, you have to pick two, and it was hot, funny, and emotionally stable. Mm -hmm. What are your two?
1: The reason I didn't respond was because it just, I didn't know. I really don't know. (laughs) Like, honestly, emotionally stable feels like it should be a staple. Like it should be one that I really like I should choose. Right. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, like what is emotional stability going to really get me in life that being funny and hot are not. Right. So I really feel like it's funny and hot with emotionally stable, like really close to the finish line, but not quite making it. Um, so we're just going to be emotionally unstable for the rest of our lives.
0: Okay, like, I really support that. And I was thinking, so I chose funny and hot, too. But I was like, in reality, how fun would it be to be the only emotionally stable person? You know, In the like world. how many people do we really know who are emotionally stable? Zero. And do we really want to be the one person who is emotionally stable? That
1: is valid. That I didn't even think about that because you know, literally no I know no one who is emotionally stable. That would be a very lonely life. That would be depressing like, actually. Yeah. The exactly. emotional like, stability where's the
0: spice the emotional where's the the stability
1: flavor? would make me emotionally unstable.
0: I agree like how could you stay emotionally stable in a world that is emotionally unstable
1: Wow that you are raising really great points and now the entire pyramid just it doesn't even it doesn't even like conceptually like make sense anymore like they're not even Mm -hmm. equitable at this point being hot funny and emotionally stable so yeah now it's it's a no-brainer
0: how far can being funny and being hot get you? Like, separately, and think about adding them together.
1: Oh, my God. You could have the world. Fuck emotional stability. Anything you wanted. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that we yeah. had that conversation. Fuck emotional
0: stability. And, you know, I feel like that's really fitting because my therapist decided to not be a therapist anymore, <laughs> and I have yet to find a therapist, <laughs> so I've just been raw-dogging this thing called life emotionally unstable as fuck.
1: My therapist just <laughs> got up and said... I actually can't do this shit no more. And peace out. Um, I'm gonna give you a not a notice at all. You're gonna
0: try to make nope. an appointment,
1: and then I'm yeah. Gonna, and then I'm just not gonna be there anymore.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I'm just gonna close my entire practice without telling you. But good luck on everything. You've got it. you have yeah. gotten this far. You're still alive. I hope you don't so.
1: starve yourself. Shit, <laughs> that was morbid. <laughs> Guys, check on your friends. (laughs) Are you
0: good? That's not funny. One day I will stop making a joke about having an eating disorder.
1: (laughs) Get it how you get it, bro.
0: Today's not that day.
1: Um, in other news, I also have not been going to therapy. Because I've been avoiding, like, the therapy part. Like, I've been avoiding being therapized. Do tell. Um, well, I don't know how to tell without it being, like, super obvious.
0: Okay. Is there something that you're trying to hide from your therapist?
1: Yes. So there's something that I don't want to tell my, I don't want to talk to my therapist about because she's already told me that it's a bad idea. And then I did it anyway, and so, so like a few weeks ago. And I'd ago, do it again. And i do it again. So like a few weeks ago, I had a therapy appointment like right when this thing happened, and she canceled like literally five minutes before our appointment. She was like, oh, I had a family emergency. I can't meet today, but I'll hit you up later today or tomorrow to reschedule. And I was like, lit. I actually didn't want to talk to you anyway.
0: Oh my God.
1: And then (laughs) she hit me up. Like I I hit her up and I was like, uh, you know, I hope everything's okay. Don't worry about getting back to me. Like, just get back to me whenever you can. She hit me up a few days later and was like, Hey, you want to make an appointment? She misspelled my name. And I was like, Lauren, I thought three years. Um, what? So she, she texted me like, when do you want to meet? And I was like, I don't want to have this conversation anyway. Like, how does never sound? How does never sound? <laughs> yeah. Actually. So, um, I haven't talked to my therapist in, like, three weeks, four weeks, and it's going well. Um, I'm doing exactly what she told me not to do, and emotionally, emotional stability, like, what is it? Who needs it? It doesn't matter. No one. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we're both getting the help that we need.
0: Yeah. I think therapy is an amazing resource, especially if you you have access to it, you Mm -hmm. know? Absolutely. To definitely not take advantage of it.
1: Accessibility is everything. You know, everyone has access to therapy.
0: It's about the option to not talk to your therapist.
1: Yeah. What a privilege.
0: What a privilege.
1: I hate it here. Anyway...
0: Yeah. Okay. So, have you been other than Uh, being emotionally unstable?
1: I've been all right. Been okay. I'm ready. Mm. I'm ready. I'm ready
0: (laughs) to start listening to your therapist.
1: Yeah. 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 I gotta hit her up. I gotta text her. Hey, Lauren. I'm ready. Yeah. Um, I I have heavily, I've been heavily considering moving to Orlando. It's been on my mind, like, every day since I, hmm, for the last week or so. So, yeah, I've been looking at apartments and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I'm serious. Me. For real, for real. You want to be neighbors? I was looking at your apartment complex and I was like, ah, this house has some monies. For this apartment (laughs) some monies you spend um i was looking at a studio and i was like this is more than my two bedroom my two two and a half townhouse that i currently live in
0: Must you put me on blast
1: so uh we're gonna have to downgrade a little bit
0: so you don't want to be okay okay i
1: i certainly city
0: buddies you want to be roommates city girls (laughs) <laughs> would you like to room together again Alyssa? no absolutely not yeah that's love what I you though yeah i love you too that's
1: okay we, I don't we already I don't. know that that's that wouldn't be a thing
0: i don't think i yeah. can live with anyone ever again same yeah so i think that like if i start dating someone even like even if i choose to get married one day we're gonna live in separate houses no. Okay. Maybe maybe this is why I need to talk to a therapist.
1: No, and see, maybe, but like also, are you serious? <laughs> no.
0: <I'm
1: not> serious <laughs> because that actually sounds really great.
0: I mean, okay, I will consider like having like I really only want one kid, so having a four bedroom, we can have a together room and then as two separate rooms and then a kid for the, a room for the kid.
1: That sounds like a really great plan. I think that I think that couples should definitely have spaces that are their own, like their own bedroom.
0: I agree. I think even if it's not like your own bedroom per se with a bed in it, but just your own space mm-hmm. that you've created for yourself to take a step back. I think a lot of times like in relationships, especially in same sex relationships, it's Like you, it's so easy to become friends with their friends and to integrate your life into their life and to do all of these things together. And then you come you spend all this time together. And then now you're sleeping together in the same space. You don't really have a space to like take a step back and take a break because like your lives are so intertwined. And I've come to the realization that I don't think that's healthy.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely not. Not healthy at all. Um, I think we've come to that realization a few times in this podcast that we need that, like, that separation, that separation of self and, like, to have our own hobbies and our own friends and to be individuals and then come together as a couple. So. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. Separate houses. Yeah, I don't know. It's different. I don't think I could live with someone. When, for some
1: reason, when I, when you said, like, um, if I ever get married and like I would go to my separate house, I thought of that meme where in um San Francisco where they have where it's like the Barbie house and like the black house right next to it. That's exactly that's the visual that I got. <laughs> okay, which one would be my house? The black one.
0: Wow! Thank you. You're welcome.
1: You were not living in a Barbie house. The fuck.
0: Yeah, it would be so like, but it would be like lux, you know. I'm imagining like black exterior with a nice like wood trim Mm -hmm. and like white accents on the outside but when you come in it's like a bright interior Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. with like a marble island and then a nice kitchen that has like gold and like hunter green tones in it Ah. and i want a glass like i want glass top cabinets you know so like Mm -hmm. a nice like sleek white frame but like glass, so you can see the dishes because I'm gonna have some nice dishes. You're gonna have a lot of so that's like what I imagine my mm-hmm. kitchen to look like. And then I want my living room to like have like a comfy luxe vibe to it. Mm-hmm. You know. So, anyways, we're not gonna talk about how I'm visioning this house, but it's your the house now. You, you
1: own it. And um,
0: petunias is the one next door. Petunia
1: is the one next door. Absolutely. Like to a T
0: That's exactly Actually Petunia would not have a Barbie house I don't know Low key I feel like she would I feel like she would not have a Barbie house
1: You should ask her
0: I, I will and I can tell She already told me like what she would imagine Her house to be and it's definitely not a Barbie house
1: I just feel like Between the two of you She would be the Barbie house
0: Okay between the two of us yeah For sure. She also gives no fucks, so. Okay. And what about Tony?
1: I would have the Barbie house. Unfortunately. Like, (laughs) by default, like, there is no way. That's hilarious. I would have to, like, suck it up because they would definitely not live in the Barbie house. Okay. So I just feel like by default it would be me, unfortunately.
0: Although I would love the black house. I know you would. So now that we've established our future houses... Mm-hmm.
1: Let's get into what is keeping us up in these motherfucking sheets. Motherfucking sheets.
0: In these motherfucking sheets. Um, what's keeping you up?
1: Well, recently... Specifically the Olympics and the Olympic trials... And everything that's kind of going on around that. Um, in terms of race... Um, And I feel like how race is. mm, I don't want to say being used, but like how race is being discussed around the Olympic trials.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to have to fill me in because sports.
1: Okay. So um, you've heard about Shakari Richardson, right?
0: Yeah. Is it Shakari or Shakari?
1: I thought it was Shakari, but if it's Shakari, I'm so sorry.
0: That rhymes.
1: It might be Shakari. Oh. But every time i the clip
0: it. of her correcting the person. Oh, There's yeah? There's a clip of her. Yeah, correcting someone saying her name. Let's see. Okay. okay. And it's Sha-Kari. 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 Okay. Okay. Cool. cool. Great. All right. Sorry. <laughs> now that we've gotten that out of the way <laughs> no. after, I don't know, 15 no, minutes...
1: Really- Well, I think it's really important that we get her name right because it's her name and and we don't want to mispronounce it. I think that's really disrespectful. So I think it was necessary for us to find the correct pronunciation.
0: I agree. I think names are really important and, like, remembering people's names correctly is Mm -hmm. important because that's also, like, their legacy.
1: Exactly. So I think it was necessary and not a waste of time at all. So, um... Yeah, so you've heard you've heard kind of everything that's going on with her. So basically, she ran the one hundred meter um, in the Olympic trials, and afterwards she was tested positively for marijuana. Um, and she came out saying like she accepts the penalties, she accepts like you know she made a mistake, and she she accepts the uh, repercussions for it, which I thought was really big of her. But I think the um, and I'm I'm not saying that I agree with the rule of, like, marijuana is a, a banned substance. I don't agree with it. I don't think that it's, like, a necessary rule to have. But at the end of the day, it's a rule. And, um... I think the problem that I have with the narratives that have been released by the media... Which is... is that, huh?
0: Which is, sorry, the narrative.
1: The narrative of, like just another black woman like trying to do her best and then being brought down like just like I feel like the media is very much pushing this agenda of like a black like this is happening because she's black and at the end of the day is it really a race thing I guess is like really what the conversation that I want to have is so what's your opinion on it
0: Um what's my opinion on it? Well, like not her
1: specifically, I mean, but like I know I know that like sports isn't your thing and that's totally fine. It's just like you see all of these there there are other athletes in the Olympics right now who are being penalized for like different things that are out of their control or in their control and it just feels like the media is using race. As the card uh, race as the reason for them being called out specifically
0: so I don't have a lot of like knowledge on this so I don't I feel like hesitant to like misspeak but I think that from what I've seen and also like just a brief like search just now from what I've seen I think that so, it said, like, she tested positive for marijuana, and she was, like, put on a one-month suspension. mm mm-hmm. um, I think that if we we're going to talk about race, we'd have to see, like, how long other athletes have been, like, suspended. Mm-hmm. In terms of... Um, in terms of testing positive for something like marijuana. Right. Um, and... I'm not really well
1: versed on the drugs in in these sports either like I'm not really well versed on the penalties or anything like that it's just that recently in the media there have been it it seems like there are only black women and um, being scrutinized um, during these Olympic trials and being penalized during these Olympic trials and um, it just feels like everybody's using race, which is what they all share, as the reason that they are being scrutinized and penalized.
0: Okay, I think I get what you're saying. So not necessarily just about Shikari. Right. Shikari. Shikari. But also about other athletes. And what I will say, because I do know a little bit about other things. I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about it, Um briefly so i know that one woman she is not allowed to run because her natural testosterone levels are too high and then i know that they banned uh, swimming caps that fit natural hair because it's seen as not what and not suitable for olympic athletes right um and then of course there's the shikari um shikari, sorry situation I think that with her situation in particular, I don't know that she is a perfect example of it because she did say, like, I made a mistake. You know, like, I'm human and I was going through a really hard time. And she's 21, first Mm -hmm. of all, you know. And I think the conversation about whether or not athletes should be allowed to smoke marijuana or like you know anything like that is kind of irrelevant because like you said that there is a rule and her being black doesn't exempt her from the rule and i think if you wanted to make a fair comparison you would have to compare situations similar situations and then look at the penalties Mm -hmm. look how she was treated Mm -hmm. in regards to it i do think like it is a valid point to bring up Michael Phelps um, because he is known for being an for I user. didn't even consider him. And he, he's known for, like, smoking weed and being high and advocating for it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's won several medals and he's admitted to smoking weed, mm-hmm. like, during training, before training, you know, like before he swam for the Olympics, like where he won his medals, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think like, if you're gonna also look at that, you do have to look at the complexity of how often are these people getting tested? And if you're only going to test them once, then like, what's the point, you know, of testing them at all? If you're just going to say like, you didn't smoke to get into the trials, but doesn't mean that you didn't smoke during the trials, before the trials. And I feel like the standard of what, is expected of athletes as a whole should change. And mm-hmm. I think those two are a prime example of that. Whether or not she broke the rules is obvious. Um, and I don't know that race has that much to do with it unless, like I said, there the penalties are different, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that the overall response is a response of people feeling like um, they lost something. Like the black community feeling like they lost something where it's kind of unfair to other black athletes who are still running, you know, who are still participating. But with the woman who can't run because her natural testosterone levels are too high, Mm -hmm. which um, and the like brief thing that I I read um, and heard is like common for like black women Mm -hmm. and then also the natural hair thing because of course someone who doesn't have natural hair wouldn't need a larger swimming cap so that does feel targeted and i could see how like looping them all in would make it feel like black people are being targeted in terms of the olympics Mm -hmm.
1: that was very well spoken on I feel like I never really I didn't I did not even consider the Michael Phelps um, aspect of it because yeah he when he came out when when all of that kind of resurfaced well when all of that surfaced I don't think there were any repercussions I don't think that he lost any of his medals or anything like that so that is a really good point Um, yeah when it comes I didn't When it comes to separating the two, like Shakari and Michael Phelps versus like Caster Semenya, who is the um, the woman who had higher testosterone levels, um, and and the 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 Soul Caps, those do Mm -hmm. feel targeted, and I feel like this like the Soul Cap. Specifically, is unnecessary. Like that's an unnecessary guideline. That's an unnecessary rule. Um, women with larger hair can't fit into smaller caps. That's just right. unfair. Um, the testosterone thing, though, I don't. I don't even. I don't. Mm. Now I'm not really sure where I stand on it because I didn't consider like separating Shakari from all of the other one, like, everything else that's happening. You know what I mean? Like, it just felt like everything was being grouped into one, like, lump sum of, like, oh, everybody is against black people, and everybody is targeting us. Um, mm-hmm. So now I feel like I'm talking in circles.
0: No, that's okay. But I think that is, I think it brings out, like, an overall problem of, like, lumping together things because they have a common denominator, which is the Olympics, right? Right. And, I and being think black. That, and being black. And I think that it does diminish, like, each of those things have their own separate issues. You know, I think that, first of all, like, um, what was the name of the woman with the testosterone, higher testosterone? Castor sem- seminaya.
1: Castor seminaya.
0: hmm Yeah. So with Castor seminaya, I think that you have to look at one and any other, if it was any other thing, I think in sports, like, would it be considered an advantage? You know, like, if, if it were a man, or if it were a white woman, would it have been as serious? You know, mm-hmm. have other white women tested testosterone levels who have the same testosterone levels as her? Also, the, I think, you know, you would know more about this, but... Is there a difference between natural testosterone, natural occurring testosterone, and testosterone that you take to enhance your performance? Mm-hmm. I feel like there has to be a difference, and if you're naturally born with something, you shouldn't be penalized because you were favored in this. If anything, that is a reason like for you to do this. Absolutely.
1: And what is even um, what's even more um, troubling to me is that she's a two-time Olympic champion. Like she has. She has competed in the Olympics before, and they're specifically banning her from certain events because of her testosterone levels. She was an 800-meter champion in the past, and now that she's um, made it with a 400, they're banning her from that specific event because it's unfair in this specific event, which seems really... Targeted. Huh? It seems like it's targeted. Right. Um, and so when I was doing some research about this earlier, um, I, I wanted to see the other side of things, like, white women, dis- like, um, drug disparities in the Olympics. And when I tell you I couldn't find anything, like, every single drug disparity, every single disparity in the Olympics, um, testing-wise came up as black women and maybe that's because that's what is being talked about in the media right now and that's like the first thing to pop up but when I specifically looked up white women even the only thing that came up was this one woman who um tested positive for a performance enhancing drug and um the title actually um Tony sent it to me let me find it the title was um The title was, Better Drug Tests Can Stop Cheaters. They Also Might Punish Innocent Athletes. On, a, on an article about a white woman who tested positive for performance-enhancing drugs. So it's like, right. the way that the media spews out the, like, the way that the media, like, charges the conversation is so apparent between black and white athletes. This Mm -hmm. woman was tested positive for a performance enhancing drug that is banned by the Olympics. And her reasoning apparently was that she ate a burrito from a food truck. And it must have had, it had like pork in it that had similar chemicals to the specific uh, performance enhancing drug. And that was a reasonable explanation
0: for the committee. And it's like the thing about it is like she's more likely to be believed right imagine if shikari said oh i don't know someone must have accidentally given me something that had weed in it yeah she lives in a would... state where it's legal mm-hmm. you know like people use it recreationally it's definitely more logical than finding a performance enhancing and drug drug in a random burrito right so and then also one of the things that i i did notice about shikari um the narrative around Carey is when I would look at the comments, people were calling her a drug addict. People were saying that she only ran that fast because she was, like, a coke head, because she was on drugs. Like, it was, you know, I think the shade room is one of the most toxic places in the world. But it was, like, a shade room or a shade room adjacent, like, Instagram mm-hmm. post. Mm-hmm. And, like, people were just being nasty, like, about her in the comments. And I think, like, the way she handled that situation was with integrity. She's 21 years old.
1: Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. She could have handled it in so many other ways. And instead, she handled it like an adult in the face of all of these people burning her down because of a legal drug.
0: So, like, I do think that, and just in general, the way especially black women the way narratives are written about black women who succeed in a certain field who do mm-hmm. well but maybe like have a slip up or mess up or something like that the narrative around it is so quick to change whereas white women are offered redemption arcs
1: yeah
0: you know yeah. continuously they could mess up over and over and over again and they're still offered reden- redemption arc- uh, arcs what I'm thinking of specifically, I was listening to a podcast today, and it's about. Um, they were talking about this couple, the lady's a Real Housewife, and her and her husband, embezzled money from survivors like of and like burn survivor like burn victims, people who were in airplane crashes, things like that, right? And they embezzled money from them. She's still allowed to be on the Real Housewives. Whenever I looked it up, it was like, was she aware or was she oblivious? Because, you know, she didn't have anything to do with the finances, but she's listed on all of these documents, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, she's offered this, like, grace of the benefit of the doubt. Whereas if it were a black woman, the narrative probably wouldn't be the same.
1: Absolutely would not be the same. Hmm. That's insane. Yeah. Burn survivors.
0: Burn like this man was literally in a pipeline like explosion that happened under his house due to neglect. And they took his settlement money. What the. And continued to lie to him about giving it to him.
1: And she's free. She's not in jail. She's not, she's...
0: Her and her husband are not in jail. Wow. They're free. They might have to pay money, but they filed for bankruptcy, so they're broke. So who knows if they're going to get it. Like, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it doesn't even have to, like, be sports. It's just, like, when you, when you take this situation and you, like, look at the broader aspect of it... And how race plays a part, I could see why, like, when you have all of these external narratives, why the Olympics, which is a really big thing right now, you know, like the Olympic trials and people love sports and yada, yada, yada. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's normal to bleed your preconceived notions into what's happening. Yeah. I'm
1: not gonna lie, when I wanted to talk about this topic, I disagreed with the way that race was being used, like, to discuss these topics. Um, because I it felt like, well, first was Shakari like, that was a rule. Like, her being white or black, she broke a rule. And so I wasn't separating that from the other two um, situations. The other two situations are definitely race-motivated. Um, so it really changes my view on how how it's being um, uh, circulated, but I still think that race is like it feels like race is be is like the center like the centerfold of the conversation rather than like her testosterone is high because it's naturally high or these swim caps are needed because of I guess. But it all comes down to race anyway. It comes down to them being black. So I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just...
0: Yeah. Spinning. I guess, like, is there a situation where you could see either of those being separate from their race? I think, you know, like, I think in the case of... Please remind me of her name again. Castor.
1: Castor Seminaya. Some, um, some
0: in the case of Castor-Semenya, have there been other athletes who have been banned for a sport from a sport because they were too good? In the Olympics, in the entire history of the Olympics, has any other athlete been banned from a sport because they are naturally, they, their natural body is more geared towards being successful at that sport? If the Olympics were meant for what it feels like people who are not naturally gifted at something i would be in the olympics right you know like we would have people whose bodies are not naturally like not to say that they don't work for it they definitely work and they dedicate their lives and there's definitely skill to and i'm not diminishing that but a part of certain things is ed- is acknowledging that some people have more of a natural instinct to be better at things you know mm-hmm. like I know that I could not be a good, like, (laughs) track athlete or, like, swimmer or, Mm -hmm. like, basketball player. Like, I'm not naturally gifted in those things, you know? Mm -hmm. But I do know that I'm a naturally good dancer. Whatever is, like, in me is naturally good at at dancing and moving my body in that way, Mm -hmm. right? But it's, like we wouldn't pursue things that we didn't also have a gift for so if you had someone who give me a sport and what is required to be good at it if if i had a basketball player who was five foot mm-hmm. like they don't really stand that much of a chance with like you know the women who are like six feet six feet and like really tall with long limbs and large hands you know Mm -hmm. like the five foot player doesn't have as much as as much leverage but no one is saying you know what you are naturally tall and you're naturally gifted in this area you can't be a part of this sport i'm sorry it's not fair to the people who are five feet and they're trying to make it in that's not how those things work it doesn't like make sense like I can't compute living in a world where you're too good at something so you can't do it
1: Mm -hmm. that's a really good Mm -hmm. explanation I think because I think in athletes in general and in athletes who are who who are outside of the like standard female I don't know the standard female like Build, do naturally have higher testosterone levels. Anyway, I have naturally testosterone higher testosterone levels. Anyway, Mm. Um, so it's like, I guess I guess at the end of the day, the Olympics really needs to define better what, like, exactly is required from an athlete to compete in these sports. It's not, like, clearly defined. Like, do you need a certain testosterone level in order to compete at mm-hmm. in a female sport? And for it to be so vague and androgynous, I guess is why, like, all of this pushback is coming up, because it's so vague. It feels like it's racially motivated, because she's black and has higher testosterone, which is common in black women
0: mm-hmm. I
1: feel like I just yeah. that's what you just said but.
0: and I think with like the soul caps I don't know how you could separate that either because you're never really going to encounter a white person whose hair is too large to fit in a traditional swim cap
1: Right. so the article that I was reading about um, the swim caps specifically said started talking about, like, how um, swimming pools are, like, historically linked to racial disparity, yeah. and I, that is something that I never considered either, mm-hmm. because um, they were saying, like, something like 60% of black people don't know how to swim, or ne- were never taught how to swim as children, um, compared to, like, 40 percent or something of white children um and so they explain like that's just not a consideration that the olympics had because of the disparities in like swimming pools or something like that i don't remember what the article said specifically but did you know that did you know that there was such a disparity of racial disparity um, around swimming pools
0: I knew, not necessarily around swimming pools, but, like, in terms of, like, access to pools, like, access to swimming pools and beaches, I do know that historically Black people weren't allowed in swimming pools. And then swimming pools are are difficult, more difficult to make than a water fountain. So rarely would you have a Blacks-only swimming pool. Also, then, Black people who would go into swimming pools I've read stories about how people would fill the like they will pour bleach into the swimming pool while they were in it Mm -hmm. you know like they were ran off of beaches and stuff so the I do understand that like the access to it that makes sense that like there would be still such a disparity Mm -hmm. we're not that far removed from when black people weren't allowed to like be in pools and swim and um like the overall distrust of of pools like even when I lived with my biological mom I do remember like her being very cautious of us going to pools that had that allowed like white people also there like not in our main neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, like when we would go to like other like neighborhoods like she wanted us to go to very specific ones that she like knew were going to be mostly black you know so I do know that there is like that around it. Mhm. So I would understand that like I'm sure when swimming became like a major sport, black people weren't involved in the conversation. You know, they didn't take into consideration like what black people's needs would be.
1: Yeah.
0: In regards to swimming. But also the caps don't make anything more aerodynamic.
1: Right. If anything, they make them less aerodynamic. <laughs> Um, Right. Because they're so large. But, you know, I I really, like, I hesitated to, to, like, say that because I I don't want to sound ignorant. But that's that's not a reality that I ever, like, faced. Because in Jamaica, my mom was a swimmer in Jamaica. And we, like, she always had straight hair. So it was never, that was never an issue. I always had Mm -hmm. straight hair, too, when I swam. So it was never, like, an issue that I considered. I never had to think about, like where i'm gonna swim if i'm like white people are gonna drown me like that was never Mm -hmm. uh like a conversation between my mom and i because she was a professional swimmer in jamaica so yeah just interesting that even though i like have like lived the black experience i still don't know so much about it because it's not my heritage it's not my culture and
0: Yeah. I think that's, like, valid. Like, you know, the black experience isn't a monolith. And, like, I mean, in general, my biological mom was very distrusting of white people as it was. That's true. You know? (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) So, like, it wasn't... And we didn't go to the pool that often, you know, for it to be, like, a really big deal, for it to be something that, like, I think about often. But I do understand, like, the racial the racial aspect of, of access to swimming pools, I think. But I I also think that, like, a lot of times we don't take the time to be cognitively, cognitively aware of the history surrounding certain things because they don't directly impact us. Like, I'm sure to a black swimmer, like, that is something that they think about consciously and actively. You know, like, as a dancer, I think about, like, the history of Ballet in America and Balanchine and how he was racist and how he stole choreography from black dancers and never gave them credit, Mm -hmm. how all the black dancers were always hidden in the back or, you know, things like that you know so, but that's that's not something that you would think of and I'm sure as an athlete like a track athlete, you could think of instances where you like are like historically X, Y, and Z Mm -hmm. but like to everyday people, we don't think about things like that because it doesn't directly Im- impact us. Right. Or to like connect the dots, I don't think it's abnormal.
1: Mhm. So outside of. Outside of like sports, and the Olympics,
0: as, and what? Yeah, as an athlete, like, I know you said like your your opinion and like your thoughts about it is kind of like evolving as we have this conversation. But as an athlete, like, initially, like, gut feelings, like, around all of it, beginning to end, like, you know, like, start, Sha'Carri, does amazing, excels, vroom-vrooms better than everyone else. Mm -hmm. Vroom-vroom.
1: She vroom-vroomed the fuck out of that shit. She
0: She, vroom-vroomed. She was, like... I feel like going fast isn't enough, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like going faster than everyone else and then some.
0: Okay, so going fast. Th- but this doesn't have the same effect. Like, how do you feel about her going faster than everyone else and then some? And then all of the praise and then, you know, testing positive for marijuana to all of the backlash. Like, initial gut feeling.
1: So my initial, like, when she won, um, when she won the the event I was so proud um it, and she's it was gay. just huh and, she's, and she's, gay. she's gay exactly so she was representing a whole slew of, of things a whole slew of like um of niches that we we're a part of um so it was really moving to see her her win and her confidence like it really the initial like when I saw her, Finish the race. Initially, what I thought of was Us- Us- Usain Bolt, um, and just like his confidence, but like confidence with humbleness and um, just like pure black joy. Like, did you see her face when she when she ran across the finish line? It was just amazing. Um, and something really cool to be a part of. And then seeing her run up into the stands and hug her grandmother was just really like grounding and like amazing like I just couldn't feel prouder for for an individual at the moment um and then when it came out that she tested positive for marijuana it was really unfortunate um but like knowing as an athlete what the rules are like I understood that the what the repercussions were and I wasn't surprised at the repercussions like I didn't I didn't expect her to get any special treatment because there was a rule and she broke it um, but what like the, the feelings that I had after that was really related to like the comments that I was seeing and the headlines that I was seeing in relation to her um, to her tra- testing positive because like at the end of the day I don't think that that should be a rule but it is a rule right now and you know what I mean that's what I like like I was saying earlier so, like, my then my reaction to the headlines and the comments everyone was having was, like, or was saying and, like, sharing was, like, I feel like I'm the odd one out because I feel like the repercussions were valid. It wasn't racially motivated. It was, she broke a rule and these are the repercussions. You know what I'm saying? So, that was my... But estimate. did you
0: have, like, any senses of, like, disappointment or something...
1: I did. Like it's it sucked that um that she worked so hard to get to this point and something that could have been avoided happened and that she got caught for it. Like super disappointing. Um or like super disheartening um to see such a young athlete like um lose such an incredible opportunity for something so what seems minute but like obviously we don't know what she was going through and like everything like that but in my experience as an athlete um and like being tested for for marijuana uh, like drugs in general um and seeing other people test positive for it those people received i don't know now that i'm thinking about it some people didn't receive the appropriate repercussions (laughs) Versus other people, like there was one guy on my team who tested positive for Adderall and he was immediately thrown off the team. And then on the other hand, he was black. On the other hand, um, like basically the entire distance team tested positive for marijuana and they got a second chance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think when you start to, like, break down these situations and you start to truly look at them. When you like,
1: look at the pattern, yeah.
0: Yeah. Then you're like, this this does make sense. And, like, a lot of times we're not able, we're so short-sighted by things, we're not able to, like, holistically look at them. Like, you look at your experience as an athlete and you understand as an athlete, well, this is the repercussion. It's not fair. Right. Yeah. But then you start to think about, okay, well, what really is the repercussion? That's why I was saying, like, you have to compare, like, what were the penalties for other athletes who tested positive for marijuana? You know, like, and then are those penalties comparable? And who is allowed a second chance and who isn't allowed a second chance? Yeah. And I think that, I think one, because that, access, that information is so hard to find, like the media and social media is able to kind of do what they will with what you can find you know Mm -hmm. and then on top of that I think that as the black community we do try our best to hold tight to every victory that we can get you know and I, I think a part of that is like a survivor's mentality of like if we're the best of the best and like everyone sees that we're the best of the best it's undeniable and it's almost like a respectability thing you know like they'll see us they'll respect us and like you know they'll see that we we excel and all of these things and i think we hold so much weight and that weight that we feel as a community we put onto individuals mm. and that's why i said like i think that some people feel like it was a loss to them you know because you have this person who was humble who was authentically very like black you uh-huh. know like and She did represent stereotypes that I think a lot of times we try to avoid, you know, like bright, colorful hair, long nails, all of this jewelry, you know, like didn't code switch for anybody. It was very much like this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And there's a sense of pride and there's a sense of like for a lot of people who aren't able to do that, it's like, wow, like and we attach ourselves to these people, which fair or unfair I do think is a large reason why people reacted the way that they reacted. I think it felt more like she is, but she is going to be one of the greatest athletes of our time. And we are living through it. And she's black and she's young and she's authentic, Mm -hmm. you know. And to, like, see something that you know she's worked hard for and all in an instant hurts not only for her but it hurts for the community and and especially a community that is trying so hard to always like present as like look at like see us you know Mm -hmm. so I think that it's deeper than just I think the response is deeper than just she's black and we think it's unfair you know I think it's she represents what people have tried to hide in our community for so long and she's talented
1: yeah i think that i think that was really beautifully stated so do you think that a lot of people were calling for like the rules to be changed or for her to get a second chance do you think that that would have been the route to take at this point in time for her to get a second chance?
0: I don't know much about sports, but I know a lot about sports fans. And sports fans are very extreme. I think for her reputation, I don't think that she should have, I don't think she should be allowed a second chance. And I say that because that will carry her for the rest of her career. Mm Mm-hmm whether or not she excels whether or not she goes and she doesn't excel like whatever the result will be the fact that she got a second chance adds fuel to the fire for people who one are probably racist Mm -hmm. two who are black and didn't think that she deserved a second chance didn't think that it's fair that black people are getting handouts quote-unquote i think it would have been
1: it'll precede her for the rest of her life
0: for the rest of her life. And I think because she is so young, she she's 21 years old. I did not realize that. She's 21 years old. She will be 25 next time, the 24 because it's three years. She'll be 24 the next time this comes up. She will still probably be one of the youngest people, you know? Mm. And... I'm sure that she is going to work her ass off. And I'm sure she will not make the same mistake again, you know? Mm -hmm. But, like, if she is, like, any representation of what we've seen, I feel like her motivation will precede her Mm -hmm. to, like, do better and to be better. And I think that... I think for, like, her safety and for her reputation, I think that her not getting, like, a second chance... Was probably what was like best. I do think overall that the rule should be changed. Mm -hmm. I don't. I think especially because marijuana is becoming legal in so many places, and I feel like if the government can benefit from this, you know, and it doesn't enhance, it doesn't enhance like your performance ability. Mm -hmm. Like,
1: there's no reason for it to not. We
0: don't test. We don't test athletes for alcohol, and alcohol is way more detrimental. Absolutely. You know? Like, we don't test to see, like, were you drunk when you were running? No, because if you were running and you were drunk and you still excelled that much, like, that's a feat in itself, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. I have I kind of, whether it's right, I kind of put them on the same, like, playing field of, like, marijuana and alcohol. And so I do think wise, overall the rules should be changed. Hmm?
1: Performance-wise, I feel like they're about... Yeah, performance wise,
0: sorry. Not like
1: No, like I'm just saying like performance wise, I feel like they're in the same realm. I would I would equate I would compare them. I think they're pretty similar. Like marijuana is not a a performance enhancing drug, so
0: in that what about you? What do you think?
1: Um I I agree with you. I don't think that um her getting a second chance would have been productive for her or anyone else, like for the progression of athletics in general, black athletes specifically. Um, I think the, like, I guess the reason that I wanted to have this specific conversation, it's because so many people called for her to get a second chance um, because they felt like the rule was outdated. Um, and that like I said before that it's just another black woman, you know, doing great things and her success being ripped away from her because of this one mistake. But at the end of the day I don't think that um it would have been productive for her to get a second chance. Um, and you're right, she is really young and twenty four is not super old to go to the athletics or to go to the Olympics, Um, but it's getting up there. So I hope that she, she like, has the same drive that she has now to get back to where she is. But, yeah, I think it would have been detrimental to her future if she had gotten a second chance publicly. It would have been different if, like, she tested positive for marijuana and it was, like, behind closed doors they had a discussion about it it wasn't like this whole um, worldwide discussion and like so many people call to action for it it would have been different if it had been behind closed doors they said listen right. we understand like why you did it what's going on we'll give you a second shot and nobody would have known but because it was so public I don't think it would have been good
0: yeah I think, like, I really would, like, to see information on how many athletes have tested positive for marijuana. Yeah. Like, who qualified. Like, I know it's not... Like, I know for her, it was really only publicized because of, like, her who race. she is.
1: Yeah. Well, her specific but, like, race, not her
0: blackness, but... <laughs> is what right. But, like, I just... And it's so hard to find, and I just, like, I really want to know, like, and I want to know, actually, I'm going to look it up right now, like, what penalty, penalty, for... also like all of the athletes coming out who have Olympic medals and saying that they tested positive, I think, or not tested positive, but were high. I think it's crazy. I w- I don't know if I will out myself like that. Okay, let's see. What was Phelps' penalty? Okay, so she carried thirty-day suspension. If it's if it was thirty days, and she was banned when she was banned, I don't see why she couldn't have made it. It was on the thirty-first, right? and all of that happened before June, June 30th.
1: Starting on June 28th. Huh? Yeah, starting on June 28th would be her um her one month suspension.
0: Yeah, but 30 days from that, she still could have made it. The race is on the 31st. Is, am I stupid? Am I not making sense? Hold on.
1: No, I think you are making sense. I what I'm reading here says the American sprinter, Shakari Richardson, who was set for a star turn at the Tokyo Olympics this month, could miss the games after testing positive for marijuana. I don't know. Oh, her positive tests automatically invalidated her. The reason why she can't go to the trials is because of the time that she ran at the Olympic trials was disqualified because she tested positive for marijuana. And so she did not have the time or she didn't have the spot on the team to go to the trials or to go to the Olympics.
0: So she had done, like, another race, like, say, before then. I don't know how these things work. But, like, say she found a race. And she's like, oh, great. This race is, like, this day. I'm going to run. Run. So... and then there's another one that comes up. Right. And she's like, okay, I ran in this one. So now she has two times. What about then?
1: So it's really confusing. I don't know everything about the Olympics and how teams are chosen. But the only reason that I kind of know a little bit is because I follow high jump. And there are two high jumpers that I follow pretty closely. One, actually, that I jumped with um, high school in high school and college. She got third at the Olympic trials um, behind Anika McPherson. Nicole Green is her name, but behind Anika McPherson, who got second, um, but because both neither of them had qualifying um, jumps at previous pro meets, they were not chosen for, right. This was at the Olympic trials that they jumped second and third because they didn't have previous um, heights at different like pro meets or um, I don't know, like I think it's a Diamond League or. I don't know what meets specifically that they needed. They didn't make the U.S. Olympic team. They were, like, 33rd and 35th or something, and it's a top 32. And people who were, like, 14th at the Olympic trials made the team because they had had heights at different qualifying meets. So... I think I feel
0: like whoever made the rules to sports was a jealous ass bitch.
1: I agree. A, a hating ass bitch. A hating ass bitch. A bitch who ain't never who been just to the Olympics like- in their life.
0: Right. You know those kids who are like, oh my god, these are the rules to the game, and you start playing the game, and you're better at them, and they're like, actually, actually and then it's this, <laughs> and you have to add That, whoever makes these fucking rules, it's those motherfuckers. <laughs> it's you that bitch You can't tell me right otherwise. There. It's <laughs> that <laughs> bitch right there, that hating-ass bitch, who was like, damn, I'm not good at this, hold up, I gotta up it for hold me. Hold up, I gotta, and like, I gotta change the rules real quick. No, for real.
1: Nah, but actually, that's yeah. exactly what it sounds like, so... I don't know if she had other qualifying meets, but I think that she needed the Olympic trial meet in order, like, it was like a required meet in order to to progress to the Olympics, but in order to, like, make the team, she also needed other meets. So I don't, I think since she was disqualified from this specific meet, she cannot compete in the Olympics. Gotcha. Yeah. But, um, like, this article is saying like she could miss the games after testing positive for marijuana, so I don't know if that's really conclusive. But it does say that the um the test did invalidate her last um, her last race.
0: Yeah, got it. So so I am looking and my okay, so, transparency michael felt never tested positive for i
1: wonder why he was never
0: tested but there, a picture came out of him smoking a bong in 2008 he his suspension came six months after he won eight gold medals in the 2008 beijing olympics so the picture was leaked afterwards and then after that he was okay so then after da, 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 it leaked in 2019 and he was suspended from competing for three months but it was after the 2008 olympics they didn't Take away any of his medals because they couldn't confirm that he had used drugs so, during the time of Is this swimming. not a
1: standardized test? Like, do we not test athletes before the Olympics, like, every single time?
0: That's a really good question.
1: Because I'm almost positive that we do.
0: He did also say that he was high when he won some of those medals. It's feeling very
1: privileged.
0: Um, okay. And they said it was different. He did lose a sponsorship. I remember that. Um, Kellogg's re- drew their sponsorship from him mm-hmm. because it was illegal everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me see if anything else happened. Obviously, like I said, he got Suspended for three months, um, right before the World Championships. But honestly, if you're an Olympic champion, do you really need to be a World champion? <laughs> Whatever.
1: That seems um, opinionated. <laughs> do you really need the World
0: Championship? Like you already have the Olympic one. Like, do you really need? Listen, it? please don't come for me. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's possible that she could still compete in the 4x1. Oh,
0: that's good. Um, They did, the U.S. swimming suspended their financial support from him for three months, I think is what this is saying.
1: Financial support. Wow. So it sounds like he really didn't get that much of a penalty.
0: Mm -mm. Um, And they didn't test him. It doesn't seem like they tested him after the picture came out either.
1: Which is insane, because it just seems like that's a standardized practice with... It's also interesting to me that um, testing occurs post-race. Like, why do we not test prior why to Why not racing? before the race? Right, because then I feel like we would, we would save a lot of trouble. Um, but also, it might be a money thing. Like, maybe they just test people who make it.
0: But testing people isn't really that complicated. We test people for job sites every day. Right. Like, we literally test hundreds of people, and it's really not that difficult to just test them.
1: I don't know. I don't know why we test post-race, because that just seems
0: silly. It seems... Backwards. Also, like, is there a standard penalty for weed? Hockey and football have removed penalties for marijuana use. Okay, here we go. Okay, we get some information. Thank you, PBS. Oh,
1: I'm on the same. I'm on the same article.
0: Really? Why can't Olympians smoke weed? Yeah. Because it violates the spirit of the
1: sport. What the fuck? What type of white bullshit?
0: The fuck?
1: What type of Karen wrote this
0: shit? <laughs> is only tested positive for during competition, but that doesn't make sense because if if Michael Phelps was smoking during the competition, how could that be true? I mean, you could fake a pee test, but... A positive test can result in a three-month sanction, but is reduced to one month if the athlete participates in a treatment program.
1: At the individual level, Michael Phelps, the most decorated Olympian of all time, was suspended from competition for three months by USA Swimming, based on a photo with him with a bong. But the photo was taken three months after the 2008 Beijing Olympics, so the disciplinary action did not stop him from any competition. Last month, U.S. runner Shelby, whatever the fuck her name is, Hulihan, this is the one I was telling you about, um, Hulihan's punishment was upheld for testing positive for nandrol nandrolone and anabolic steroid a result that she blamed on eating a pork burrito she has been banned from competing for four years oh shit she's been banned from competing for four years that Holy is not shit. information that i thought was
0: unfair. no i've never i didn't i mean i didn't never heard of this person
1: totally thought that she got away with that shit
0: Wow, I didn't know this. Gymnast Simone Biles has received scores that were seen as undervalued because the International yes. Gymnastic Federation wanted to dissuade other athletes from the moves.
1: Yes. So exactly what you were saying earlier about like how athletes who are gifted in a specific sport go to the Olympics for that sport, like they are banning her specific moves that literally no one else can do because no one else can do it and because they – can't judge it because no one else can do it because it poses a risk of injury to other but athletes. But isn't that
0: a thing? Then wouldn't other athletes, like, try to do it and then you right. normalize it and then it becomes harder because, And then like, maybe that's what people do. get better? No. Like, I don't know. Step up your game. Like, don't be the weakest
1: link. Yeah. So that's exactly... That's the other...
0: Like, I'm sorry that, that you trying. weren't born a badass bitch, but I was give me my coins. So you could be better if you wanted to. Run me my shit. Yeah, so Wow, I can't believe that. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, you should watch those um those combos because they are insane.
0: Wow, I'm sorry. I took us down a really deep rabbit hole. <laughs> um It's
1: okay. I <laughs> I'm just I've so fascinated this.
0: by this. I am really just glad. really fascinated. Anyways. We're probably going to have to cut a lot of that, and uh, that's on me. That's on me. All right, so what are your final thoughts?
1: I literally just said I don't know what I would say.
0: Yeah, but then you were, like, all in all, so I was like, okay, she's going to have something. Nothing up here. Just think about tacos now. My final thoughts are, if you can't handle people being bad bitches in your sport, then maybe you should find another sport.
1: Period. Just be a bad bitch. Don't worry about other bad bad bitches.
0: Just be better than them. Do better. Be born black. Be born black. And
1: that is really the message that we're trying to send here.
0: I think my mom would have been proud of that one. Yeah. I think that's
1: what we'll... Name this episode.
0: Be Born Black? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You like I it? I like it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, right. um, it's time for us to go to bed. Um, it's time for us to hit the sheets in between the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find us on the social medias, Instagram, at Bedtime Thoughts. No, you can't. It's not that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely BTT Pod. Cass. Oh my god,
0: (laughs) this is embarrassing. I can tell you don't visit it.
1: I get the I get the notifications that people are starting lives though.
0: (laughs) You get the notifications of people who followed. No. Mm, Check that one. You can follow us on the Instagrams at BTT Podcast, and you can follow Alyssa at Young List mm-hmm. on the Instagrams and Young underscore on the TikToks.
1: Don't follow me there though. There's nothing going on
0: there. You can follow me at Juliet Valeria underscore on the Instagrams. Period. That's all I have to say. Okay. Because. The clock app can suck my
1: Fuck that clock.
0: <laughs> all of my plastics. Ooh,
1: and she got multiple.
0: Don't expose me like it. It's the variety for me.
1: Um, okay. Thanks for stopping by and talking to us about amazing black athletes and doing their thing. Have a great night. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.